Howdy. Welcome to Texas Front Porch. I'm your trail boss, Texas Wesson. Riding shotgun with me as always is Jason McLean. If this is your first visit, go ahead and subscribe to Texas Front Porch on YouTube. Maybe even give us that old thumbs up. And y'all be sure to share us out. Tell your friends, your in-laws, hell, even your outlaws. And don't forget to hit that little bell so you don't miss nothing. You can always catch us on Odyssey Radio and iHeartRadio. If you want to give us a shout, we're over yonder on the Facebook. Or you're welcome to shoot us an email at paracryptedencounters at gmail.com or seriepapers at yahoo.com. And if you want to be real neighborly, text us at 972-559-0988. If y'all take a liking to what we're doing and would like to support us, the Super Chats are open, or you can Venmo us at text 6717. We look forward to hearing from you. Enjoy the show, folks. Good evening, everybody. And as you can see, I have somebody a lot prettier than Jason McLean with me. I've got Jessica, <laughs> and she stopped in because it was going to be real confusing because our guest was named Jason, and I could there was no way I was going to handle Jason one, Jason two. It was like you know, so it was like, and plus y'all kind of have a history. You know, I mean, y'all kind of know each other, so it, it made a lot of sense for you to jump on board with us tonight. That's right. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Um, yeah, I think Jason's just as pretty, if not prettier, actually. So I just wanted to state that. Okay. But I have. Okay. Well, I, I have. You can't get a damn good dead gum head in the door anyway. Be pampering. <laughs> Jason, we yeah. love you. Okay. <laughs> Here at Texas Front Porch. I have interviewed Jason Kinsey before on my show uh, Into the Portal that I did on KGRE Digital Broadcasting. And Jason is awesome. He is from British Columbia and uh, and is an animal photojournalist. And he uh, does wildlife photography and uh, and domestic animals. And I mean, is just really good with animals and took a liking to the Bigfoot phenomenon around, I think it was around 2020. Okay. Around, uh, you know, when we had the pandemic and all that stuff, he had a little extra time on his hands. So he started investigating um, eyewitness accounts of, of the big hairy guys out in the woods and, uh, and started making a documentary, a docu-series called Searching for Sasquatch. And I think a lot of our audience might've heard about it. Um, he's even done uh, some episode or an uh, episode with the she squatchers so you guys are probably familiar with them and uh yeah he's it's just it's just a lot of fun and uh, he's also got uh some children's books about sasquatch uh it's adventures of little jj uh which are really cute so jason is just a a all-around really awesome dude so i'm glad that i'm here tonight well let's get him up here because i i i I met this guy like Two minutes before we jumped uh, on. The lipstick does not match, okay? I don't want to wear that shade of lipstick, okay? Oh, oh, hey, guys. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> is your hair and makeup bugging you? Yes, it is. I want to look, I want to be better looking than you, Jessica. <laughs> it won't take too much. It won't take too much. <laughs> oh, come on now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> so how are you guys doing? Doing good, man. Doing good. Excellent. Excellent. It hasn't been super long since I saw you last, Jason. I'm I'm really happy that you're here today. Yeah, I'm so happy to be here too. You yeah. Know, I've heard so, so much about you, Tex. 
<laughs> so how how did how did you how did you go from pretty much mainstream photojournalist, you know, wildlife stuff to Bigfoot? I mean, how'd you get how'd you end up dipping your toe into that pool? Well, my entire life I've heard about Sasquatch and Bigfoot. You know, as kids, you know, we'd be all hiking and, and we'd be building these forts in the in the forest and we'd be like crack crack oh it's bigfoot it's come to kidnap you right so we always heard about it growing up but i never took it that serious right i always thought it was just folklore so uh, three years ago when the pandemic hit i wasn't able to travel so i wasn't able to do my animal adventures i wasn't able to meet the people with these amazing animals and, and get their side of the story and i was driving myself nuts, pacing, going, what, what can I do? I need a project. And then I thought, well, you know, there's this thing, Bigfoot, Sasquatch, that I've heard over the years, and I maybe there's something about it. I'm, I'm a skeptic when it comes to Sasquatch. So I was talking to one of my friends, and they said, well, I know someone who has had uh, a Class A sighting. So... Uh, they introduced me to her, and I went and talked to her, and uh, she told me her story, and it was pretty amazing. And in turn, she told me about someone else that had an encounter. And, you know, they said they actually saw it firsthand, like it just crossed the road in front of them. And so I went way up into the mountains by Headley, B.C., and at first I talked to some of the First Nations people and interviewed uh, a couple of them. And they were telling me stories about how Sasquatches would come around their property. And then I hiked up into the mountains and found a lake that was, it had hundreds of these giant footprints that went right across this lake. And I took a drone and I went and droned the top of it to look down. And you could see, you could see them all crossing. Like, I mean, you could mm -hmm. see something was making these footprints. And I took the footage to the First Nations people, and in turn, they said that I had found uh, the migration path of these creatures that would come all the way from Alaska all the way down to California and then back. Oh, and wow. so, yeah, that's kind of how I, and then I got fascinated about it. Right? I couldn't believe um, that I would hear these screams in the forest. And I remember a time, long time ago, going back 15 years, where I went with a, a team and I was hired on as a photographer and we went deep into the forest by helicopter and got dropped in. And we found trees that were ripped out of the ground, turned upside down and jammed into the ground, like five of them. And then yeah. we found some footprints that were in some mud. And back then I didn't even think anything of it. I was just, I was awestruck about. And then we and then I found uh, deer that were ripped apart and hung in the trees. So no rope. They were just kind of wrapped around it, almost like vines were like holding it there. And so, yeah, I was fascinated and still being kind of a skeptic. I, I just love adventure and love uh, wildlife. And, and I thought Sasquatch could possibly be an animal. And being an animal photojournalist, I'm thinking, okay, well, maybe I can, I can, maybe I can kind of, relate or so that's that's kind of the story how i got started now so are you still a skeptic oh <laughs> sorry sex no, are you still no, a skeptic yeah. jason well, okay so i i am still a skeptic 
but I've moved the scale up. So I'm like, <laughs> okay, you know, zero to no, a little less of a skeptic. But these these creatures could possibly be real because some of the stuff that I found through my documentaries and in Texas, mm -hmm. the, the one that's about to come out, the documentary uh, in Texas, uh, that one was just crazy. That one was, I've never heard so many howls and screams and growls and, and uh, yeah, in my life, just constantly for hours all around where, us. Where in Texas did y'all go? We were literally on the border of the Louisiana River in Texas. And we were not too far away from that famous sighting, uh, the Boggy Creek sighting, I think it was. Oh, yeah. Not too far from there. And uh, the Big Thicket. We were yep. close to the big thicket, and that's where we were around, and it was private property, and yeah, it was exciting. I interviewed a guy who said that he claims that he shot a Bigfoot in the chest, in the in the shoulder, mm -hmm. and it dropped to the ground. And then the next morning when he came back, uh, it wasn't there. Like, go figure. And uh, But there was blood, and there were tire tracks fresh tire tracks as if he was alluding that someone had pulled up and you know picked it up put it into a truck and took off with it um hold wow. up a second i just just give me one second we'll just like one i'm uh, talking to todd right now and uh i'm gonna see if we can come on if that's okay yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, just forwarding that link that I sent you. Yeah, I'm just uh see if he's going to come on right now. I hope so. Because Todd is the guy that I was with in Texas. And we were the ones that we caught on thermal, something that uh, that stood up in the forest. And uh, yeah, nice. really cool. the story behind that is actually really cool. We're at a graveyard. And there was a big sign saying, do not cross this gated area. It was like, like a road. So, you know, mm -hmm. the farmers, they put up a gate so no one can go through. And me, I just, I went around it. I just, well, I, we come all the way out here. Of course. We, we took you got to go get that good shot, right? Yeah, we, <laughs> you got to go get, oh. Okay, yeah, he's going to come on. Tell him we got plenty of room on Texas front porch. Pull a chair up. <laughs> um, yeah, so he's, uh, he's going to come on in a bit. And uh, yeah, I went around and right away, and we had been at this uh, graveyard. We took an ATV to the graveyard. We were there for about 40 minutes, hooting and, and hooping and, and doing, you know, screams and wood knocks and, and making a heck of a noise. Um, because I, I think that is kind of the way to call these creatures in uh, is to make noise so they know you're there. Uh, I, it's I find it funny that people will say to me all the time, you're making too much noise. You're gonna scare them away. I'm like, if these creatures are real and they live in the forest, they know when you're there. They probably mm -hmm. can communicate with some of the animals, like the birds and the owls and whatnot, and all these critters probably talk to them. And it's almost like a domino effect, right? It's like a mouse is like squeak, squeak. Here's some whitey guys or, you know, tramping through the woods and then it just goes, trickles down to them, right? And I think the ones that come near us are the ones that are either young, right? Just like we're teenagers. As kids, we sneak out of our homes and we go and we have fun, right? 
I think yeah. are younger, I did. <laughs> not kids. Yeah, well, we all did. Not um, and kids like no, I don't think they're young young. I think they're kind of like teenagers. They, these creatures, and they come close, right? Because they're curious. The par- the the adults, the parents probably say to them, "Stay away from these people, from these, <laughs> these guys." They're like. They're like, yeah, mom, I won't get near him. <laughs> but when, when darkness comes, they sneak away. Or they're, they're, they're creatures that get kicked out of the clan and they're mm-hmm. on their own. Right? So either Could or. Be. That's what I think. So here yeah. I am. Here we are making noise. And 45 minutes later, we went and uh, I walked around. And right away when I walked around, I heard crunch, crunch, crunch in the forest. I'm like, guys, I I hear something. There's something walking and it's not a deer because you can tell a difference with deer walking in the forest because a deer, they don't make that much noise, right? They make a little bit, but this was crunch, crunch. And I had my video camera going. So everyone ran around and they had their night scopes and they all went past me. But I went into the forest about 20 feet, not to try and get, uh, to see it, I wanted to capture the, the walking on camera, right? So I ran and I walked really fast into the, the forest and then I'm holding it and I could hear it and I caught it. Meanwhile, the guys are like looking at something that is kind of a white spot that's on the ground and about 10 feet or 20 feet in front of it was what I think was maybe a bird or something that was recently killed or because it didn't move. It was just sitting there. But behind it was this white thing, a hot something hot that was sitting there. And everyone's like, is it a fox? Could it be a raccoon? And then all of a sudden it stood up. And we got a picture of it. And it stood there watching us. And then here I'm in the forest and I could hear it walking away. Because I guess as soon as I started walking closer, it moved off. And then after we kind of calmed down a bit, we all went into it to see if we can find the spot. And we couldn't find the exact spot where it was, <clears throat> but we got video of it. And I put that into the documentary. And yeah, it was exciting. I was couldn't believe it. I mean, I'm not saying it was Bigfoot, because for all I know, it was probably the crazy farmer that owned the property that was like naked <laughs> in the forest watching us. Because well, I... That's something I, that's something I was going to bring well, up too. You know, I actually... I went went to a, another spot and I stood there with my hand up exactly like in the picture and I got them to take a photo of me all dressed up. Like, I mean, all with my clothes on. And when you put them together, you can see that mm-hmm. what, what was ever in the forest had no clothes on. And right. me, I had clothes on. Whew, thank God, because that was <laughs> in the entire documentary. <laughs> Censored. Censored, yeah, completely. Yeah banned in every country that would have been yeah that would have been the x-files version i don't know okay never mind let's don't go there <laughs> so when's it when's the when when's the documentary coming out so i've 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 already uh given it to my distributor so he has already submitted it to tubi tv so it's just a matter of, of getting them processing it so i'm thinking by the end of june but once it is posted i'm gonna once it's out there, I get the notification. I'm going to be sending it out there for everyone to watch. But, yeah, it was a lot of fun. 
Everybody yeah. was super nice. All the guys I was with, um, they, yeah, it was fun. They flew me out there to do the documentary with them. And yeah, it was great. Uh, the guy that shot the Sasquatch, he was an amazing character for sure. Yeah. 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 Jason, what chapter are you on now? Are you on chapter five? I'm on chapter five. Todd. Five? Yeah. Hey, Todd. Hey, Todd. Can you hear us? He looks bewildered. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a, a, a Sasquatch in headlights. <laughs> can, can you see us? Oh, he's having trouble. So anyway, yeah, I'm on chapter five right now. And I'm about to fly out to uh, Michigan. Uh, Ooh, that's tomorrow. right. Okay. Oh, uh, tomorrow. Yeah. So I'm going right. to. I'm going to be uh, teaming up with uh, uh, some Sasquatch investigators out there. Okay. Go investigate uh, Bigfoot, and then I decided that chapter. I decided chapter seven. Y'all can probably hear me. I cannot hear you. No. Yeah, we we can hear you. We can. We, we can hear you. I, I wish I knew my sign language. We can <laughs> hear you. <laughs> Jason, are you going to be researching Dogman since yes. you're going to be in Michigan? Yep. So that's yeah. so chapter seven is going to be searching for Sasquatch. Enter the Dogman. Okay. Ooh. So that's exactly All right. So now I have to. Yeah. Now, do you do you connect uh, Bigfoot and Dogman to? Do you think that they're the same entity? Because I I think they're totally different. Personally, what do you think about that? So I don't know my my running joke <laughs> is that all these cryptids. There's about nine. This time at your dance club. It is a holiday. It's a holiday. It's time to party. <laughs> Yeah, so um, yeah, so it's interesting because my running joke is that all I think there's nine cryptids in North America that that walk upright on two legs, mm -hmm. and my running joke is they're all unidentified uh, Sasquatches, right? Okay, could you be. Know? But yeah. not only you know possibly. I mean, I don't know. I haven't researched Dogman yet. So I have a few people yeah. to interview, and uh, I'm very excited to go to go into an area in Michigan to actually look for Dogman. You need to be very careful now. Tex is our resident Dogman specialist, and uh, he's had some up close and personal accounts with Dogman Jason. So you might want to talk to Tex tonight about his encounters really? because he's had he's had more than one. Yeah, in Texas. In Texas, well, that's where Todd is. Hey, Todd. Yeah. Hey guys, how are y'all? Hey Todd, hey, great! Thanks for being here. Absolutely, thanks for having me. So, have you had any dogman experiences, Todd? I have not. I've heard I've heard stories down here in the Big Thicket area, um, but I haven't I haven't had any experiences, and I have I haven't I don't know anybody, I guess close you know that I'm close to that's had experiences, but I'm I'm I have heard quite a few stories and what what area. Tex, have, have you experienced them? Oh, just out west of Fort Worth. Ah, gotcha. Gotcha. Um, yeah, I had one. Uh, I'll go ahead. I'm sorry. I was I was coming home from hunting. I was 16 when it happened. I was coming home from hunting, and he, I was walking home, and he ran across the road about 25 feet in front of me. He was on two legs? 
Was that too late? Yep. Yeah. So it didn't, a lot of time, I've talked to a couple guys and they say it starts off on four and then gets up on two and keeps running. No, he, he come out of the brush on my left-hand side on two legs and ran across the road and then dove over the our barbed wire fence and went down to all fours. Really? So wow. were you on a hill? Was it on a bit of a hill? No. no. And so what did you do besides poop your pants? Because I know I would have. That pretty much covered it right there. Uh, it was an underwear changing moment, no doubt. But yeah, I imagine so. I've I've, I've heard not. A, I've, I haven't heard too many uh, uh, good stories when it involves dog men. That's well, for know, sure. And a lot of people don't get me wrong. It scared me to death, but I didn't get like if he. It, it's hard to it's hard to it's hard to put it in words because I was scared. But it's like I didn't fear for my life type thing. Yeah. I was mm-hmm. like it was like to me it was like running across any other big apex predator. Yeah. Yeah. Um he, he turned his head because he was halfway across the road, he turned his head and he growled at me. Oh. And uh it was I got the more of the feeling of just stay where you're at and leave me alone type thing. You know? Um but yeah, it and then about Eight months later, I think I ran into him again. I didn't see him this time, but I, um, I think he charged me out of the tree, out of the brush. I didn't even, I didn't even, I turned around, and ran. I didn't even look back. <laughs> so was this nighttime the first time? Nope. Broad oh, day. The day. See, I, I want to have a daytime sighting of a Bigfoot before I can really say 100% that they're real. I've had two of those. Yeah. I've, yeah. I've seen. I've, I've had two. I've had two, two daylight sightings of Bigfoot, and then the one of Dogman. So, and I've had multiple encounters with Big, what I what I'm pretty convinced with Bigfoot. Yeah. Um, I've gotten rocks thrown at me, gotten hooped at, growled at, you know, screamed at, all kinds of stuff. Yeah. You know? Hey, Tex, what is your theory? And I've I've heard um I've heard some some different stories, but I was kind of wondering what your theory is with interact with the relationship between Bigfoot and dogmen or of in, of interaction between the two. I've, I've heard a couple of reports uh, where they seem to be running together. You know what? And I've heard the same thing. Um, personally, I think they tolerate each other. Okay. Um, I think that's about it. I think that's about as friendly as they get. I don't think, <laughs> I don't know about the whole, Bigfoot domesticating them like dogs or anything. Yeah, like that. and, that, and yeah. that's something, the stories I've heard was more like that, I guess. And I've yeah, I, and, that, and that's just because I haven't seen any evidence to point towards that. Yeah, you know, right. um, I, I know they occupy some of the same areas, but I'm not real sure if they occupy them at the same time. You never know. Yeah. When I'm in Michigan, we might actually see a Sasquatch with a leash around Dog Man just walking. Yeah, you never can tell. <laughs> now I'll tell you what. Uh, down, Jason, down, get down, get down. Oh boy, that you might that you may want to talk to. Yeah, I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah, is is Rob um, from from our channel because he's one of the he's one of the only the he's only the second person that I know of that has not only seen one but he witnessed it vocalize at him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, and he he lives in Michigan. Really. I would so I am looking for a couple more people to interview for the documentary. It's going to be my first dog man uh, uh, documentary, so 
I want it to be really good. So if you um, are able to later on just send me some some info for me to contact a couple of these uh, these people. I mean, this would be great. I'm almost thinking of doing more than just uh, you know other cryptids. I'm thinking of going after other ones, right? Like Mothman or Lizard Man. Gotta get a Lizard Man. Chupacabra, well, all that. <laughs> um, Jason McLean, which is normally the, the my co-host, um, I was lucky enough to get him booted out and have Jessica tonight. But, um, <laughs> Just tonight. <laughs> he uh, he actually saw a a, a live ter- a pterodactyl or a pterosaur. Pterosaur. Wow. Yes, dino we did bird. a show about it. Yeah. Bird. And where was this? A lot of people have seen them. Texas. Texas. Oh, yeah. Actually, they're spotted all over the United States and all o- over North America and Central America and South America. I did a remote viewing show on him, on them. I actually rem- remote viewed it, and I could not believe the number of sightings. I mean, some states have more than 10 sightings. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard some compelling evidence of, of those things, for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I've ridden an ostrich, so I might as well try and ride one of those, too. <laughs> ride an ostrich. Just Make sure you have a camera on when you do that, because yeah, <laughs> the GoPro. Or your GoPro. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Strap right yeah. here. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so Todd. I was telling you, I was telling them about all the activity we got in uh, in Texas. Um, where was it again? Exactly, we were. I know. We um, were it was in an area east of Jasper, Texas. Uh, it was along the Sabine River Basin. Um, it's some, some private property out there. Um, I'd say, I think it's what, 20, maybe 20 minutes from Jasper or I'd say South, South East of Jasper, I believe it is. Um, well, we went out, we went out there before Jason came down. We went out on our first trip. We were invited on this property because this, this man, he was brought up on this property with his family. They've had sightings, you know, apparently, you know, since he was a kid, um, but he has had, had to say it. He's the guy that said he yes. shot. Yeah. yeah, and he apparently shot one, had, an aggre- I guess, some aggressive encounters with him and ended up shooting one of them. But anyway, he he had reached out to uh, to our team. I'm with TAPS and um, and asked if we, we'd come out there and, and look around. And so our first trip, we were there for three days, was pretty uneventful eventful till Saturday I guess the last night and, uh, we kind of lucked out. Um, we were, we were heading down the Sabine river. We'd put out some, ca- some, uh, some audio recorders and so forth. So we were going to go out that night and, and shoot, you know, do some flare, shoot some flare footage and so forth. And anyway, as soon as we left the, 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 the property that he owns out on the road to cut around to the, to the river, I, I happened to, to glimpse just, I mean, some eye shine just for a second. And it was so quick that I even questioned it, but I'm, I was pretty sure it was eye shine. Didn't really think, I really didn't necessarily associate it with Sasquatch. It was up in a tree for one. And uh, so I, I, you know, but anyway, when we, when I, when I got up to that area, I, I pulled over on the side of the road. We were on a paved road. You had to cut around this paved road to get to the dirt road. So it was on a, it was on a FM farmer market road, but very, not much traffic on it at all. And so I got out, I was looking around with the, the light. I, I didn't see anything, but the guys behind me had a flur. 
when long story short, we didn't know till several days later because he thought he forgot to to hit record on it. We caught the Sasquatch in a tree, coming down the tree, walking off from a tree, another one behind it, walking off behind it. It was pretty, cool. you know, pretty, pretty good footage, you know. Oh. Um, yeah. I and and I put that in the documentary, that, uh, that imagery when you were talking about it. So people can see that. And I circled it yeah. so people can see the area that you're talking it's, about. Yeah, you really got to watch them. What I've noticed, I have to turn the lights out to really be, but when I do, when I turn the lights out, you can really see the, the, the clarity. It's a lot, you know, you can see the whole body. You can see it walking. You can see the motion and you can see the shorter one behind it. I think there were, we think there were four. We caught some hits behind there. Looked like might've been, but you couldn't, you couldn't get any definition. So I don't know, but I'm, I'm, I'm assuming it's probably a couple others back there. Um, so, uh, at that point we were, we knew we had a, had a good area. So we were invited bad invited back we've been back twice second times when Jay- jason came out and joined us to document it and uh it was a it turned out to be a great uh, a great trip it was amazing yeah so many streams and haulers yeah. and and yeah like they're all around it at that time and you know what when i was looking through some of the footage there was that time where who was it your son was like i think i see eye shine and so we kind of all kind of brushed it off. Remember in the behind our tent? In yeah. The, uh, the rickety uh, building behind us? Yeah. You know, it was like, I think I see eye shine. And we kind of brushed it off. But I had turned the camera on me to talk. And right over me, right close to the ground, you see some eye shine looking at us. I mean, not That's... saying it was big for it, but it was, sure. it was something with eye shine that was right there and it had moved. Yeah, where everyone said, "Oh, I see eye shine in the forest." Todd, have you, Wait, have you ever heard? Have you ever heard of Brown Springs, Oklahoma? Uh, I've heard a uh, I've heard of one story out of it that seemed that was pretty bad, if I if I recall. Yeah, Is that the well, area? Of? Yeah, yeah. Well, Jessica remote viewed that. Turns out, um, what she what what she saw what it wasn't Bigfoot that did it. She oh, it a, okay. Yeah, it was more of a, of a cult thing and. Um, and uh, yeah, there's a lot of that stuff in there too. You got to watch out for. Was that but, the story uh, that we were told, Todd? That story? Remember, it was um, fire and everyone's talking about the story. Um, I don't know. Sure. I'm not sure which one you're referring to. Whether that there, I, yeah. yeah, well, there's a story that a couple um, had been murdered there, and yeah, it was pretty that. brutal. It was a couple. That's what Tex is referring to. Yeah. 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 Yeah, Jason, I'm not sure if that's what we were talking about. I'm not sure if that's one you're referring mm. to, Jason. It yeah, might, it, was, it might be. Did they have a kid? No, they have a kid them? no, uh, not, not there. Oh, you're, a, you're 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 thinking of the dogman? Uh, um, yes, yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Wait, that, where was that? Kentucky. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not Michigan where I'm going. Oh, that was the yeah. LBL. <laughs> and I don't, I don't have, I mean, I don't have any information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I that yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, I, I remote viewed that too, actually. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you did? I did. That that was a dogman attack. That was de- 100% a dogman attack. And that happened. Yeah. Really? Huh. And at Port Lock, uh, Alaska was definitely Bigfoot. Definitely Bigfoot. We we remote viewed that as well. <laughs> I'm not familiar I've hit, with I've that. hit all of them. Interesting. They built that cannery and everything, and, and, and Bigfoot ran out the whole oh. town, basically. 
Oh yeah, that one. That was a dog man you're saying? No, no Bigfoot. Was, was oh, 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 okay, 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 okay. Yeah, I have. Yeah, I've, yeah. That's the the they've got that special out right now called yeah. what? I forget the name of it, but it, it's about that area. Killer Alaska Bigfoot or something. Yeah, like that. that's it. That's <laughs> it. Yeah, something. Um, and they were just uh, some killers. <laughs> but I've been I've been doing research up in Brown Springs for. 2017, I think, is when I started, and okay. uh, most most of that time I was doing it solo. I'd go up there and spend the night, go walking around by myself, and uh, I had some pretty hinky experiences. And then uh, my uh, my team grounded me, told me I couldn't go out solo anymore. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> not a good area but, to do uh, that, huh? It's dangerous. <laughs> um, but uh, we we've. I've led a couple of expeditions out there. We had uh, two people have their first sighting one weekend out there, and and uh, we I've had people get pinged with rocks in their hammocks, and so we had uh, one run through the run through the well, basically run through the camp one night when we was out there, and come out of the brush and run up beside my truck and ran back in the brush, and uh, it's just all kinds of stuff we've had happen up. I've got audio that. You can hear growls, and uh, we get there's, uh, it's there's Jason and another guy sitting in camp, and they're talking. We had audio running, and you hear what almost sounds like a whippoorwill, but it ain't a whippoorwill. Oh, and, uh, yeah. and we we think you know everybody talks about these these owls that sound just a little off, these whippoorwills that sound just a little off, yeah. these cowries that sound just a little off. We think what that is is now it's just a theory but we think what that is it's the young ones practicing honing their craft because honestly i think these adults get good enough you can't tell them apart yeah. you know? and it's there's a well go ahead now i was gonna say you know how the owls at the end of their their call mm-hmm. they have a little warble sometimes mm-hmm. i've heard those calls where you don't hear that warble right you know come out right yeah. Um, I mean, I, I've heard an owl hooting until it sounded, it was actually not an owl and it ended up laughing really hard at the end. So it was definitely okay. Bigfoot. <laughs> okay. So I had that a very similar experience in Sam Houston. Uh, one of the guys on our team, we were out. Um, Sam Houston's a very hot area. You probably know all about Tex. Um, uh, there's an area, uh, there's a campground there. It's, it's, it's called Stubblefield Campground. It's along a bridge there. At the time, the bridge was not – they just finished rebuilding the bridge. There still seems to be quite a bit of activity down there, even though they've got the traffic coming through again. But we were sitting down there, and uh, we heard the same thing. It was an, it started off as an owl and ended up with a just a horrendous scream. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and uh, it was right across, the, right across the creek from us. And uh, matter of fact, the guy with me, he still – he still claims he got really sick after that, you know, real sick to his stomach and thought that was kind of, kind of odd. You know, we were talking about yeah. that and, you know, we've heard the, the theories about infrasound and all that. I, it didn't affect me that way. I was fine, but he, he got sick to his stomach for about 30 minutes. Yeah. Uh, right the sound affects different, different people, different, uh, different ways. Yeah. But, you know, yeah, it's, CD's, uh, uh, CD squatter, she's in chat. She was out there one night with us. Uh, she flew in from Florida to go on an expedition with us out there. 
and uh, we actually, uh, if I, if, now I think um, if I'm thinking right, we, that's when we caught an owl that, and we looked at it, um, or well, actually, uh, Mark Newble looked at it on the spectrograph, and it was out of the frequency of a human and out of the frequency of an owl. But it sounded just like an owl, but it was it huh. it was not in that frequency. So ah, you know that 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 narrows it That's down. Cool. I mean, you know, yeah. So, yeah, and our ears probably can't comprehend the difference in that frequency. Right. You know, touch down still sounds like an owl. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. That's interesting. And I caught I caught some. I was out there with a uh, I had a couple of buddies of mine out there with me one time, and we were sitting around a campfire, and this god awful sound cooked off and everything, and it. It sounded like owls and it sounded like monkeys and it sounded like coyotes and it's just all over the place. And it was about 30 seconds long. And uh, <laughs> we're, we're all excited, you know, oh, good grief, you know, this. And we had audio playing and every, uh, going and we got it back. And, and uh, I was talking to somebody, um, uh, Shelly Montana, actually. I said, hey, listen to this, tell me what you think. <laughs> and it's what it is. And I'd never heard it before. So, and that's one, that's one thing people need to realize just because you've never, you've been out in the woods all your life, just because you have heard it before, doesn't mean it's not a natural sound. Just yeah. means you yeah. haven't heard it before. Yeah. You know, so you really have to debunk everything, you know, you have to do your due diligence. And, but what it turned out to be was a pair of barred owls that was mating. And then uh, <laughs> a second male had came in and tried to, I called it owl corn. Oh. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> he tried to cut in there. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're trying. He, he he had a oh, gosh. mind, and she, they weren't having it. So that's what that was all about. I know yeah. owls can sound pretty. They can make some noise. That's for sure. Oh yeah, they can. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. I, I make a hell of a noise too when that happens to me. I'm like, get away! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, <laughs> I was wondering. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. When when I was in the middle of filming um, uh, Such a Pathasquatch chapter three, I w had canoed way way into, uh, in the wilderness, this, these lakes are a little bit up north. And at the beginning of when I'm doing my uh, intro and in my documentaries, I, I come out and I go, welcome, this is gonna be a great show. I can't wait for you guys to see what I found. Da, 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 da. This is gonna be awesome. But before I did it, I would howl. So I would come up behind a tree and I would howl. I'd be like, oh, wow, this is great. And I would listen. Oh, this would be great. Da, da, da. And then I oh, let's take two. I'd go and I'd go back around the tree. I'd come out. I'd do a howl. I'd come back, do it again. On the fourth time, the fourth take, I howled. And as I went to listen, I got this kind of a growl that came back. And then it was about two hours before nightfall. So it was still pretty light out, and but I could hear it vibrate through my body. And mm -hmm. it was like a... Now, I had just canoed in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> no one around. Uh, I had run into a ranger that told me that I was the second person that was out on this lake like out way and we had to canoe like three hours in to get to where I was. So I'm like, okay, so I know I need to go up there and see what made that, that noise. So right. I took my camera up 
And as I came up over this, through the forest, I saw this big black shape that was in the forest about maybe 150 feet away from me. And to, to be honest, it looked like a gorilla. Like it had the shape of the head. And I'm trying to, to I tried, I took some photos and it was blurry. Like the photos were coming out blurry because I was shaking trying to, and it, the, the light and the shutter speed was too low. So I took my video camera and I started filming. And sure enough, the, the all the film was blurry, but you can see the shape of the black. And in the wow. film, in the documentary, when I'm filming, you can see it move. So I thought, okay, could it be a bear? It could be a bear or it could be a cougar. And I wanted to get closer, except I was there was a big patch of Devil's Club in front of me, like a big patch of it. I don't know if you know Devil's Club, but if you touch it, it has all spines on it, and mm -hmm. it's extremely painful. Well, I could easily, you know, move around it, like just move around and get closer. But if it turns out to be a bear, I'm going to be running <laughs> through it. I didn't feel like it. So I, I went back, and my camera person didn't come with me because they were too scared. But I went back. <laughs> I or too to smart. Which one? Scared or smart? <laughs> Because it was definitely smart to go into yeah. a film, definitely. As I went back, a few minutes later, I went back and it was gone. Couldn't find the spot. Well, I could find wow. the spot, but I couldn't see where it was standing or where it was. And then I'm like, okay, let's hike back to my. The camera person was freaking out, like. Totally <laughs> You know, like thinking yeah. it was going to be a bear or something that's going to come eat us. That It was very nerve-wracking because we were only about a, maybe a 1,000 feet, maybe 1,500 feet. That's where we were camping, down by the water. So for the rest of the night, we just basically just all ears were just okay, you know, in case it was a bear. But, yeah, that was exciting. But the sound. So I went home, and when I was listening to it, the sound that I caught, because I didn't think I even caught it on on film because I was using a cordless microphone. And, you know, those those little mics, they block out all the sound. Mm -hmm. But it actually caught it, but it sounded different. So I think I, it, I think it was the infrasound that I felt from the growl because the sound that I actually caught was almost like a little, ooh. That's what wow. it picked up. But what I heard physically was a growl that lasted for probably about five seconds. Like I was like, oh my God, what the hell? <laughs> the camera person just pooped. pooped yeah. You know, a lot, of, a lot of times when I'm out in the field, you know, the first time I was out doing an expedition, I had my voice recorder on and we were having ufo activity over us while we were out there searching for sasquatch oh, yeah. and uh and you know i went back and listened to all my recordings that next week I, it took me a while to listen to it because i was kind of scared of what i was going to hear yeah. and uh and it sounded there were a lot of noises on there that we never heard with our own ears you yeah. know it sounded like bottle rockets were being shot off all around us oh, wow. uh, and and there were no bottle rockets being shot off out there so yeah a lot of times your your equipment picks up stuff that your ears just don't hear yeah. Now, were you moving 
No, I was sitting still. I had been, I had been sitting still. My, my partner and I had been out there uh, since three in the afternoon. We stayed out till one in the morning and we had blended into our environment out in the woods. And we were in hopes that the Bigfoot was going to walk up on us and step on us. Okay. <laughs> all camoed out. You know, he was wearing a ghillie suit, all that stuff. Um, we had a plan. Um, but yeah, it, but, but not a whole lot happened except for some UFO activity that we, we had. So yeah, no, well, yeah, we, we had had Bigfoot activity the night before in that same location, uh, yeah. visual where someone saw one, uh, right in front of me actually. Uh, so yeah, it was interesting, but there's a lot of things that our equipment picks up that our, our body doesn't sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you mentioned UFOs when I was in a uh, whole I've been up there a couple of yeah. times. Yeah. Expeditions. Oh yeah, I know and all about sat, it. <laughs> yeah, and so um, we sat there and watched a, a craft above that mountain there, across from where we think the Sasquatch are coming down from. Wow! In their hover for twenty minutes. I mean, it was yeah. anything I've ever experienced like that. But I just, you know, you hear those theories and all that, and I was, you know, I thought it was kind of odd that I'm out there having. We're having activity with Sasquatch, and here I experience a hovering craft over which I've never in my life yeah. seen. Yeah. You know, we we had a lot night. actually. Yeah, yeah. We, we've had that from day one happen with my teams, and uh, we've actually graduated. I like to say from the Bigfoot research to UFO and ET research now, and we do portals opening and all sorts of other weird stuff so um we we know the bigfoots are out there but we have so much other stuff that happens when we get activity yeah i want want to play y'all a sound that came out of uh uh, in fact he's in chat um i call him pops he's he's one of our trackers um gary spike senior this came off of his property in southeast oklahoma i want y'all to hear this okay i can get it to work Wow. Wow, that was good. Well, that sounds identical to what we caught. That's what I was gonna say. That sounds familiar, doesn't it, Jason? Oh my did gosh. You, did did you Doesn't... have y'all heard the one that have y'all heard did you provide that one yet or I haven't. I haven't oh. uh, we have we have that almost exact sound. It's so that, that, Yeah, that was going to be my question for you, Tech. Going back to Dogman, because um, I was going to ask if you'd heard any of what you thought were Dogman screams, because I wanted to play that recording that we had. But it's very similar to that one you just played. Do you have that, that recorder? Do you have that right now? I don't know if I play it right um, now. Maybe you know what? If I play it right now, can you guys hear it over the speakers? If I play it on the computer. Yeah, yeah, that's how I do it. Should that. be. Yeah, we can try. If not, I can fight on. I got a Dropbox here. Okay, that thing had a set of lungs on it, Tex. Oh my god! Yeah, boy, it did it. That's that's crazy. Yeah, the lung yeah, capacity on these things. We heard is like, wow, that's so. So, so this is one. This is one that we caught in Texas. It's not a, a scream like a like that deep scream that we just heard but this one let's see if you guys can hear this can you hear that yeah yeah we heard a lot of weird things the coyotes would mix in periodically 
But there was just mm-hmm. some things coming out of those coyotes that just, wow, I've never in my life even. And uh, Yeah, that's no coyote. No. No. Let me see if I can find that screen. So there's that one. And then the, 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 the one that is very similar to yours. Let's see, where is it? Okay, I have it. Here it is. Okay, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I caught that on the parabolic, in, uh, you know, and I'm back and said, man, that sounded like American werewolf in London, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah you can hear that that's like from the chest, like just yeah. from the lungs. Yeah. Like it's very similar to to yours, Tex. I mean, that was incredible. Yeah. I mean, great. I, I like hearing that because, you know, it just means that. Uh, yeah, I would, I, and I would love to take credit for that, but I can't. Um, Gary Spikes Jr. and Senior, and yeah. the man, I'll tell you, and I, they want to think it's a Bigfoot. I'm not so sure. It sounds, it sounds kind of canine to me. Yeah, yeah. But um, well, we can we can say that we can take credit for the one we played because we were physically there. Yeah, I wish I'd have been. I, I even caught some of that on my uh, recorder, like, like on my video camera on the sound. I, you know, I was able, it, it was funny, you know, more you get out and, and I was able, you know, there were some things that happened to us that, you know, you hear theories and you hear other researchers talk about them, but you haven't experienced yourself. And I'll tell you one of, well, so what I do is I set up the parabolic around camp and we, when we leave, I just keep it recording all night, even, you know, after we go to bed and all that, right. a lot of that stuff I call, uh, well, some of the team had gone to bed, so you can hear them snoring in the background. But um, we caught a lot of those a lot of those screams and stuff while we were off on the other part of the property, trying to you know uh, looking around and 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 trying to catch stuff on thermal and all that. And but one of the one of the things that happened, I was like, as soon as it, I caught it on the recorder, recorder, it just brought back all these stories I've heard from other researchers, and that was. So we took off on the four wheelers and I'm listening. And like, like I said, this is in camp where I'm recording from. And as soon, as soon as I can hear the four wheelers just barely coming, you know, when we're, we're heading back to camp, you can barely hear them. Just all, suddenly you hear the four wheelers. And as soon as you do, as soon as we did, you hear this big old knock on the, on the recording. You know, you always hear people talk about, you know, that they, they tend, they think they're warning the others. Okay. They're, they're coming coming back and i thought that yeah. was pretty interesting that that happened to us yeah when uh, we were in, when we were in michigan um todd um we were and we were all coming back to camp because we were all at the cabin and we're all in the truck and as we're coming down and we're uh going to camp two i think by hey, the Jason, let me yep. jump in real quick because we got to say goodbye to our iheart listeners and our odyssey radio listeners but okay. we're gonna we're going to continue after a five-minute break. Y'all going to okay. be back with us? You bet. You got okay, it. Okay, fantastic. Guys, we'll be right back. If you want to catch the rest of this, you don't want to miss this, I guarantee you. Y'all come over to YouTube, Texas Front Porch. Y'all have a great night. We'll rest of you. We'll see you in five minutes.
health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable